Hello, hello, hello. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning. You are tuned in listening to United to the Moose. This is a cinematic odyssey here on WWVU FM Morgantown 91.7. Um, we're here to talk about um, one of the most absurd films I've ever seen in my life. And I'm sure that could go the same for you. Um, oh, it does. Yorgos Lanthimos's The Lobster, a film that came out in like what, 2017 or something? 2018? No, 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 no. 2015. 2015. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wow, what a. Well, this is the second time I saw it, but mm-hmm. it, it feels like I watched it for the first time again since it's been so long. Yeah. Um, but my god what a ride <laughs> yeah that was a trip that was something <laughs> i i'm so glad you used the word absurd because i would also have used the word absurd though more for like the philosophical movement again not for it just being wacky though it is pretty wacky no it is it's certainly i mean it's not like wacky cartoonish wacky it's no hacking and its ideas, abstraction. It's out there. Yeah. And it's execution of like its ideas of Yorgos's like ideas with regards to relationships yeah. and whatnot. I mean, I don't even know, like the film the film opens with a woman driving in the rain. She pulls up to this random field in the middle of nowhere and shoots a donkey. Or a mule or whatever. And then yeah. it cuts to the title. <laughs> I mean, it works. I mean, uh, knowing... Like, what a weird cold open. It's hilarious because I was just like... Because, I, I mean, I knew what it meant. I knew yeah, what... I didn't. I, I know you were probably confused. I did later. I was like, I was. this is interesting. This is a strong, strong start. Strange. <laughs> I don't think we'll ever see this woman again, but, you know. <laughs> you never it's do fun. <laughs> perfect like i don't even Great. know how to describe the film i mean it's like it's um well it's a dark comedy that's for sure everyone okay here let's just describe the world because that'll make yeah. more sense for the listener so I mean, obviously, we recommend you who watch this before. The, who has seen it? Yeah, we recommend you watch this before listening, you know, because we always talk about spoilers on here. But spoiler alert. You know, the world consists of like this society that's constructed around the fact that like if you're single past a certain age, you'd become an animal of your choosing. You turn into an animal of your choosing. You'd be and, turned into an animal of your choosing. Yeah, against your will. Yeah, after much. after a certain amount of time. So our main character, played by Colin Farrell, for the life of me, I cannot remember any, anybody's name. They don't say many people's names. Yeah, they don't really say but many. His, it's like his is it's, David. Okay. But his is David. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, because people are described by like their characteristics, like the heartless woman, the woman with the nosebleed. The short-sighted woman. Yes. Like there's no real names. It's just kind of like vague description. Well, not very vague. It's archetypes. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So he, we see him and his wife have an argument, but not really an argument. They just kind of speak in a very dull way to each other very monotone and there's narration that we hear throughout uh, from another character we see later in the film we'll get to that but uh not by him himself and so he's kind of just like i guess that's what um that's what it feels like falling out of love with my wife or something like that he doesn't cry. He just doesn't react, you know, and so no, he doesn't. And so th- he's forced to go to this hotel. Um, and so he has 45 days in this hotel to find a partner. 
uh, man or woman um, of his choosing. And so they have to fall in love, so to speak, within those 45 days. But if he does not uh, find a partner in 45 days, he's turned into an animal of his choice, that being a lobster. And his reasons why was because they live up to an over 100 years old. Um, They mate for life. And I think that was it. They're blue blooded. Oh, they're blue blooded like aristocrats. Yeah, like aristocrats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And that's like it. I think that's it. Yeah. That's all he says. Plus, they're a delicacy. So even if he gets killed and eaten, it'll cost a lot to eat, consume him. That's my own own addition there. Uh, Because I do enjoy uh, eating lobster. Not really. Dude, I want some lobster, bro. There we go. Maybe we're just hungry. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, so so he shows up to the hotel. And it's like this very odd. It's like an it feels just like an inn by the sea. It feels small. Yeah. Condensed, trapped. Yeah. Um those are the words I would use. It's kind of yeah, it's but it's also like very samey. Everything's the same. There's the, everyone's yeah. wearing like identical clothing. Like all the men wear the same thing. All the women wear the same thing. Right. Um. There isn't anything that separates people apart from what they look like and their, their affliction. Quote, their well, their quote unquote defining characteristic that the film yep. points out over and over again. Yep. So like the woman with the nosebleed, we don't even know her name. All we know is that her nose bleeds from time to time randomly. And then exactly. the woman who has no emotion, who ironically has the most emotion because she inflicts, she inflicts insane amounts of violence upon others. Um, which ironically is like the most emotive person in the entire film. I mean, we can get into that, but I mean, yeah, yeah, we'll get. Into I, that. I would like to get into that. I think I disagree there. We'll we'll get into that, and then, or Indeed maybe not the most emotive, but the most intriguing, interesting person. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the man with the the limp. Yep. Uh, the man with the lisp. Yes. And like, you know, that's about it. Like, or yeah, the woman who's like near what it's short sight. What is it? Nearsightedness. Yep. Yeah, near short sighted. Yeah, short sighted or whatever. And like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know the way that they word the um title, the way that I I've seen every every source describe this film is as a fable and so mm. you know the fables don't fables don't use names like aesop's fables yeah th- it's not like ed the rabbit and bobby the turtle mm. in a race against each other no it's the tortoise it, and, the, and the rat yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, they're they're not named i think to get that level of archetype that anonymity a little bit to make you think okay these aren't like real people that live in the same world that we do this is a story to tell us about how we're living or say something about how we treat relationships yeah and i mean i I love that that structure it's it's ultimately yeah it's a social commentary on modern relationships uh yorgos's like opinion on love and the the modern family unit i guess or like yeah just the way that society views relationships is like ultimately the the core theme or idea of the film and like he poses several questions um about about that thing in mm-hmm. pretty yeah. cre- in pretty creative ways and exactly. it gets you thinking a lot um considering how like little 
I guess there is about the characters themselves. There isn't many things that you can say about the characters because they all share the same like characteristics. They're not very different. Like I said, apart from the way they look and like they all act identical pretty much. They're all yeah. very they're all very monotone. Everybody dresses the same way. Everybody's just like kind of dull, boring, drab. It's just nothing nothing is intriguing. It's all very yeah. gray. And I'm gonna point to this being a sign of the absurdist nature of the fable of the film. Like the the absolute indifference that is present in the intonation, in the delivery, in the faces of pretty much everybody throughout the film. This isn't just like just the emotionless woman or the woman who has no feelings. Um, everybody yeah. to a certain extent is just like, yep, this is the world we're living in and everything is normal and nothing is out of the ordinary and I don't have to feel a thing because <laughs> these relationships are completely transactional and they're strategic and it's not based on i mean this is if we want to look at it like this this is a romantic comedy with every bit of romance and emotion taking out taken out of it yeah taken out exactly there is no emotion here because i think what he what what uh Durgos is trying to do is say you know all right Forget the feeling part of it. This is what this is what relationships look like, and it it I it could not help I could not help but be reminded of, and I'm gonna say it again for like the second time this month or something like that. My dear, my dear man, Albert Camus. Um, <laughs> I, I was re, I was rereading after the after watching the Lobster. I was rereading The Stranger, um, from him, and. The Stranger is just about a guy who is completely indifferent to everything happening. Um, he bas- He's in uh, Algeria. Mm. He, his mother passes away. He goes to the funeral. He comes back home. He continues work. He then commits murder and then is put on trial for it and sentenced to death. And he dies. And he's does he's doing so completely indifferently to the world. He's just emotionless. He is exhibiting no care, and yet that's the point. Um, it's what Camus termed the nakedness of man faced with the absurd. Draw away the emotion. Look at the behavior. Yeah. And I I I, I appreciate again like going back into the absurd and delving into that just because. It's a lot easier to notice things when you're not acting in them. Right. It's way easier to identify myself in a uh, in an absurdist play than it is, you know. I think realism in real reality. Yeah, exactly. yeah, because like uh, I mean, like the commentary. Because like I feel like there's s- several major questions that Lanthimos poses at the end of the film. Right. With, okay, what defines a relationship? What create, like, what are the necessary, and what are the necessary, like, not criteria, but what's the necessary environment that creates a relationship, let alone a good one? Yeah. And, like, what are, are there things that society kind of focuses too much on? that are ultimately not important in the grand scheme of things when it comes to being in a relationship with somebody like these arbitrary, like common things, these things that you may have in common with your partner, right. Versus what's actually important, like your connection with that person. Um, Yeah. And then like the question of children. I mean, I know that's not really like that brought up as much, but I think the lack, (laughs) the lack and the dismissal of children is important to talk about because <laughs> the way that they're brought up is just it's such a offhanded like oh here we go here's some children 
that line was i think in introducing the children was the funniest uh part of the movie to me that one actually got me to laugh out loud because <laughs> it was just the, the way like the way that olivia coleman's just sitting there delivering this line it's just so funny oh they keep fighting and they keep arguing and they argue every night let's give them a child yeah she's like uh that <laughs> that'll fix that it. tends that tends to help <laughs> We'll sign you children. It's not even they. It's not even like they make the child. They just no. have, they just they are someone gives them one. They're just yeah. Like what? Historic. What happened to their parents? Whatever that. Yeah. Like whatever that child's parents. Did they turn into animals? Like what? Yeah. Who knows? You know what I mean? Like I, I, yeah, I get it. Yeah, that's a good point. But I mean, like, it's not that, and it's not that, like, um, you know, bedroom activity is uh, non-existent in this universe. No, that's because true. it happens. Yeah, it does. it's just maybe that's not the preferred method of um procreation, because yeah. uh, there's that conversation later with the uh, leader of the loners and the insider, the uh, maid. Hey, don't forget to take your birth control. So mm. maybe everybody's mm. just on that instead. Yeah. But um yeah, and then yeah, cuz there's like there's cuz the goal the goal seems to be the city. Cuz like the way that everything is described or like listed as, it's like the city, the yeah. hotel, the woods, <laughs> the couples. The singles, the loners, like everything's very one note and non-descriptive. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even yeah. with the architecture, like everything's just gray. Like the only thing, the only interior I could think of that is not boring to look at is uh, inside the loners, like parents apartment the loners uh leaders parents apartment leia say yeah. those like yeah that that's like the only interior that's kind of interesting to look at yeah i mean and he'd help he uh uses the outside as well like it's always overcast it's always mm. you know cloudy yeah maybe not raining but it's it's gray outside yeah it's always gray it's like you're in seattle <laughs> whoops sorry seattle uh people if you're listening um but you know it's true they probably agree they probably yeah you know it's, it's raining you know it's true we know yeah. it's true yeah it's always yeah. it's always overcast over there come on now you can't lie to us but anyways it may always be sunny in philadelphia but yeah yeah, yeah. but in seattle no but um yeah i mean i I guess I it it's hard to describe. I don't know. I have a hard time trying to because like there isn't much to describe about the film. Like the real conversation is about the philosophy of the film. The you know, the commentary of it. And because it's like you know, I mean like these defining characteristics of these of these characters right with the nosebleed so you have the man with the limp played by ben wishaw or if you say his last name and he finds out that he's gonna be stop. he's gonna stop limping and he freaks out because his his wife that had passed away had a limp right and so that was why they were together was because they both had a limp and so she dies, so he has to go to the hotel to find a new partner. And he's he's attracted to this one woman, but she, her nose bleeds. And so he thinks of a genius idea. You know what? I'm going to smash my nose so it can bleed. So I could dupe her. Into thinking that oh we're meant to be together because our nose both our noses bleed together, and it's completely it's completely taking away any other factor 
that comes into play when it comes to, you know, building a relationship with somebody. But it's so funny because it's like he initially is obviously attracted to her initially. Right. There is that initial attraction. I agree. There's nothing beyond that for him or for anybody in that film. It's just like, okay, all right, now I need to find something we have in common so we can fall in love. But they don't really fall in love because no one's really in love with each other. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And but I I would say um, that his. I mean, it's it's much more of a a strategic um, get together than it is anything else. Like instead of waiting for somebody to have the same characteristic as you, um, he was he's just like, you know what? Heck it. Why not? I'm just going to go in and uh, uh, shoot my shot with this one person who doesn't have the same thing. But like, you know, I'm interested. So why not? Let's see. And it's like a just completely business like conversation. Yeah, that's true. Because I mean, yeah, they're both well aware of her like mortality because at the end of this stay that they're at the hotel, if they don't, if they do not uh, find somebody, they are turning into an animal. And it's pretty funny, you know, it's also pretty funny um, that I want to mention is Olivia Coleman's character, the manager of the hotel, when she asks David or Colin Farrell's character, like what animal you'd like to be. She said that most people pick dogs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he's he's there with his brother who's. Yeah, his brother's a dog. Yeah. And she's Whoops. like, that's 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 why most species are like near inst- extinct because no one picks anything else. Most people just pick a dog. Like, what is that? I mean, do you think do you think people I feel like that's true. I feel like most people would either pick a dog or a cat. Well, yeah, I mean, frankly, if if we're all we're worried about is companionship, if all we're searching for is companionship, because it seems like everything that matters in the universe of this film is companionship partnership like there's document you need documentation that you are coupled with somebody yeah 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 it's not immigration it's not immigration status there's no borders there's no you know barriers of that sort it's are you with somebody yeah (laughs) yeah and yeah yeah dealing with that you know if you're searching for companionship and if you're forced to and be at that point where you will be turned into an animal frankly picking one that involves companionship is not a bad idea. You know, a domesticated, you know, a parrot, uh, a dog, a cat, um, you know, heck, like a chinchilla, a ferret. <laughs> um, I don't know. Guinea pig. Some people have gerbils. Yes. Yeah. Some like uh, pet esque. I mean, I wouldn't pick a beta fish, but you could. Yeah. I treated my fish but really think, well. But I think like. <laughs> but let's just imagine that. In reality, let's say in in our world, yeah, if people are faced with that question, I feel like most people would either say a cat or a dog because of that companionship. Because I think the yeah. film, the film again is posing this question, like outside of like within the circle of thinking about a relationship, but like outside of a relationship, right? When you get into the question of the loners. Like how they're outcast, they're they're hunted down, they're like people that they're they're frowned upon, um, they're not well liked, whatever for whatever reason. And even within that camp in the film, they have their own rules where it's like you cannot have any romantic relations with anybody. If you are a loner, you are a loner for life. And that's that. So it's like there is no there is no gray area. It's either you are in a relationship or you are single forever and you're hunted down by the society yeah. or whatever, the government and the city. That, I feel like that's just talking about time limits that we put on ourselves. Well, I've got to be married by the time I'm 30. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think there's the stress in this world of. um you know the the maternity um 
you know, like, oh, I've got to I've got to have kids by this age. Otherwise, it will be, you know, more statistically unlikely. I think it's a, a more of the again, we'll just give you a kid. You know, if you want a kid, mm. we'll just give send you one, one in the yeah. mail. FedEx overnight shipping. Um, <laughs> give you a kid. Uh, I, I, I don't think there's that concern in this world. So it's just sort of like you can you can do this as late in life as you you want um i mean one of the um i mean it's interesting about the uh the people that work there because the three people that they use in those like clinical demonstrations of here's why it's good yeah the like their propaganda, propaganda of, yeah their propaganda of like yeah. it's good to be it's bad to be a loner yes uh you've got the the young maid female you've yeah. got the young uh a made male, male and then yeah. you've got the older guy yeah i mean i'm just interested in how this older guy is is working there maybe he's just an old guy but you know but i assume i assume that they're in they're all in a relationship but like it but obviously the maid isn't as we see later she joins the loners eventually well only because she uh stabs her dentist husband with a drill. And then she runs away. Wait. Yeah. She stabs her dentist's husband? Yeah. She says, oh, I, I, my, my, my tooth hurts. I need you to take a look at it. And he says, okay, sure. And then, you know, she kills him. Wait. Did I miss that? I feel like. Wait, did she just say it? it we don't she actually just said watch it. it. We don't oh, see okay, it. No, we don't okay. see it. I was going to say, like, no. what? Did we watch no, yeah, movie? she just says it. Okay, okay. But, I was like, I'm freaking out. Like, what? Did I miss a scene? Yeah. No, she just said it. No. Okay. But, I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm stuck on the, 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 the morals of everybody in the film, which are obviously different from these, but. We'll get into that in a minute. So, you know, I mentioned that one woman who is has no feelings. Yes. But is yet yet is extremely violent. Yep. Um and is like so efficient at hunting the loners. Cause they the people at the hotel, they go with their tranquilizer guns and they they hunt down the loners so they can be turned into animals. Um, not of their choosing, though. They don't get to choose what animal they become. And she, Olivia Coleman says, like, the the least desirable animal. Could that be, like, a rat? I don't know. I wonder what that would be. I mean, honestly, um, I'm going to go with something disgusting. I don't know what it would be, but I think it would be something disgusting and something that no person wants to be near. Mm. Spider. A spider? Maybe a spider. Is that technically an animal? No, I'm just I, I'm, I'm not gonna get into that. No, we're we're not gonna get into that argument. Any biologists sound off, let us know. <laughs> but anyway. yes, so so she's like extremely violent and I don't know, in a way, like that's somewhat emotive, is it not? I disagree. It's action. But I believe that that it, it, everybody acts, I think, in this in this film. I mean, are we saying that um, but she like if mm-mm. if her if her actions are driven by emotion, then so are what's his name? Uh, the man with the limp. Then his actions must be driven by emotion. Why does oh, he break his that's nose? True. That's true. I mean, that's I a good argue. Point. I argue that she continues to act without emotion. And without regard for others. That's the thing. Like, do you, I think maybe she wants to be alone, but she doesn't want to go to the forest. Like, she wants to have the amenities. She wants better. humanity. She wants, she wants like, humanity. Yeah. Yeah. She wants some like order. Is that what you were going to say? Like, 
I was gonna, I was gonna say like humanity on her terms. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't want to be straddled with a relationship or saddled with a relationship, but uh, she doesn't want to be an animal either. Yeah, because so like if she, you know the. No, no, no. Continue, continue. I'll say it after you're done. What you were gonna say, like the more loners that you. Yeah, the more loners, they add to your days at at the hotel. Like you could stay there theoretically forever. You stay, you start at forty five days, yeah. mm-hmm. and as they're adding up, she's at. She like said one hundred and sixty. Somebody said that. Uh, yeah, she has like the record for most loners brought in at like a hundred plus, hundred like sixteen or something like that. Yeah, yeah. She's at a. She's got one hundred and fifty some days left at the hotel. And that that number is just going to keep going up because she's just bringing in she's bringing in the loners. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you've got you've got the the when the woman, the biscuit lady. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. She she doesn't go anywhere. She stays still. She stays there. She doesn't do anything. She doesn't move to help. And I was wondering, hey, why are we staying on this shot of just this this lady? And then I saw her at the table. Yes, in the corner. Up at the top. Yeah, top right corner. And I'm like, oh, she's just not helping her. Okay. And then everybody rushes in from further away to, you know, offer assistance. I, I, again, I don't think that's driven by emotion. Hmm. It might just be some, some sadism there. Some. I see. Willingness to be indifferent. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess what's so intriguing about her is she's so different than she is yeah. the most unique person there. That's fair. That's very fair. She's she's intriguing in that way. That that's probably why David thought, oh, maybe if I trick her, that I'm also don't feel anything, and that <laughs> led to the death of his brother, unfortunately. She kills him with yep. her with her foot. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? Like, bro, why would you just kill the dog? Like, what what's the reason? There's no reason to do that. There's no good reason. Unless uh, it's just to test him. Imagine that. Imagine you're in a relationship and something bad happens to you. There must be a reason. Maybe there's not. Some relationships end for no reason at all yeah bam i mean people people do bad things or maybe Uh, yeah yeah i mean people 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 cheat people lie people you know steal kill all of that i mean it ends just because of that there, there, there doesn't have to be a reason. It's just based on action. I mean, the the ba ba ba. The I mean, actions of the man with the limp. They're strategic. He breaks his nose so that he can be assured to be partnered with some, and it's easier to continue living with that lie than it is to Come risk it all. Well, yeah, turn into an animal or risk it all looking for another person who might actually fit uh, your defining characteristic. Yeah. Because you're kind of just hoping that somebody can, can walk in and you get matched with them. And it's yeah. all, it's all physical stuff too. Yeah. Like it's, it's nothing, all physical. It's very shallow and like surface level things. It's not very, yeah there's nothing deep to it because it's like yeah i mean i think what like maybe lantimos is like saying like look when it comes to when it comes to the the relationship and what makes people or what makes relationships work it's not like those common things are like, oh, we have so much in common, right? That's a term. That's a phrase we all, a lot of people say. We yeah. have so much in common, you know? Yeah. And therefore, 
okay, you guys are compatible. But mm-hmm. that doesn't really go deeply and below the surface about <clears throat> the way each other, you know, the way they behave, the things that they believe, um, how emotive they are, whatever, morals, right. all these sorts of things are not involved or at play when it comes to those like very surface level um analysis that people do when they're dating it's like oh yeah we have so much in common all right we're we're good we're chilling you know what i mean yeah and Um, there's also the belief i mean it's definitely present in the man with the limp and the woman with the nosebleeds picking the person and then deciding to make the connection work instead of letting the connection happen and then just seeing if it'll work. And I, I think that, again, that comes back to insecurity that a lot of people have about relationships in that, you know, will I ever find somebody? I'm just going to choose this person, get attached, and hopefully they can reciprocate. Yeah. And hopefully hopefully this will turn out uh, the way that I'd like it to. Mm-hmm. Um. Which I mean, it does not end well for him no. choosing choosing the person as opposed to connecting with the person, right? Which which is what the opposite happens to David and that one woman in the forest who's yeah. nearsighted, or shortsighted, or whatever you call it, because he has the same he has the same thing, but they connect on other things, right? It's like with the rabbits, right? She asks him about, you know, can you bring me rabbits? It's my favorite food. Like, prepare it this certain way. And he does that. Um, yeah. And, you know, the, the like, the conversations they have and, like, the code that they create. Like, there's right. no conversation. They never bring up the fact that, oh, yeah, we both are short-sighted. Until, until like, she goes blind because Leia Seydoux's character is figured out that oh yeah they are falling in love that cannot happen so i'm going to punish them yeah and as we mentioned that voice of the narrator throughout has been the voice of the short-sighted woman yeah. who has been documenting her relationship with uh, david in her journals they have been mm-hmm. discovered by the maid and the loner leader of Leia, who is Leia Sado. and she's deciding nope we're going to put an end to this yep. and we don't hear the narrator after that point again yep. Because the journal's been found out. Yeah. Uh, it's the end of the entries. Yep. But you're absolutely right. Because after she's blinded, David keeps trying to find another commonality. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, he's like listing off like, oh, do you speak German? No. Do you um, play the piano? No. Do you, do you know how to do this? Do you have that? Do you, you know? And she's like, no, no, no. And, he's like freaking out but he's completely missing missing why they are in love or why they uh work so well with each other like it's just because it's natural it just happened naturally organically like there's no there's no specific tangible thing that you can point to and say oh this is why we work it just happens that way. And like, I think maybe that's something that people kind of hyper focus on when it comes to like dating. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm not in the dating game. I'm in a relationship with somebody for like two years. It's been two years. So almost nice. It's been a great relationship. So, I mean, <laughs> I can't really speak to that, but yeah. you know, I don't know if people hyper fixate hyper focus on specific things or you know if they are in a relationship like for those that are in a relationship that isn't as like that isn't steady and healthy or whatever and there's things that may happen and then they're like kind of caught in a loop like what what's going on you know yeah no i'm Um, gonna i'm gonna I will semi disagree with you here, actually. Um, just in, uh, on the the 
basis that they do connect. Yes, they do connect early, but he also finds out that she is short-sighted quickly. Yeah, no, does he, he does. I mean, that that's one of the early, early things that sort of is the sign to him that, you know, oh, maybe they are, you know, meant to meant to be together, meant to couple up and be together. Um but like I'd argue if that's if that's your commonality, like if that's how if that's the thing that sparks you to meet the two of them meeting and they and they a they go into it and they build all of these experiences, not not commonalities, but shared experiences with mm-hmm. each other. So yeah. they've both done this. They both have this language, this code. Um, they both have done these things, gone to the city and listened to the music of um, loner leaders, parent and, you know lied to the customs officer together they have these experiences now let's say we eliminate the one thing that started all of that so it's like let's say okay i i i'm really into theater and film yeah i meet somebody else who is very into theater and film yeah right yeah but then they decide that they are no longer willing to go to the theater or go to the movies and they want to uh, stay up all night watching the numbers tick at the New York Stock Exchange. That yeah. may pose a problem in the relationship as interests have suddenly shifted. Hmm. Uh, common, the common experience, well, commonality between us that holds us together has 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 swapped. Well, I don't know if you can equate the two though. Like, no. Because you, I mean, being short-sighted versus having an interest is different, right? But I guess, right, I right. guess, I guess it, it could work as an analogy. I don't know. But with with the with the lobster, they get rid of all of the emotion. Yeah, there no, isn't that's true. there isn't feeling. There isn't love. There isn't yeah. you know. I mean, there. Um, David might be the the one character who does experience emotion. Yeah, when he I mean, with the when tears his, at his yeah. brother's death. Yeah, his brother's um, death. And, it, and at the same like time, it. love. Yeah. There's that that hopelessness um, after the short sighted woman is blinded. Yeah, because he try. I mean, he's trying. I think he he still loves her. Because, like, remember when they were playing that game where he gives her an item for her to guess? Yeah. And, like, he's lying. Uh, oh, yeah, this is right. Like, he gives her a tennis ball, and she says, oh, it's a kiwi. And he's like, yeah, you're right. You're correct. That gave me tears. And then he puts, and then he's like, okay, that's enough. Can can I kiss you? And then she's like, nah, I don't think I don't think we should do that. Because I think like he still loves her, you know. To me, yeah. that to me that's like a sign of he's still interested in her, and I think she's kind of not anymore into him. I mean, I I, I again I want to disagree because I think that disregards the end of the film. They make it to the city, him seeing and leading her there, which is certainly him more into her, which I, I think you're right there. But he goes to the bathroom with the steak knife. Now, now, we don't know if he goes through with it or not, but considering how <laughs> manipulative and you know, deceitful he's been in the past, um, it would not surprise me. If David if blinds lied. himself at the end and actually does it because he needs that one common feature so that he can feel as though this relationship is work. working, that he's yeah. bought in, he's bought into the uh, the propaganda. He's bought into it all. You, yeah. you need that defining feature. You need that defining characteristic to match. But you don't. And you can't lie about it, though. Yeah, because the the one instance true. in which you lie about it that doesn't go well. He, well, yeah, yeah, because he it's tried that he tried, relationship because he tried to expose that to. Um, yeah, yeah, the nosebleed right. couple, and the and the, and the reason I say it is is it's not a 
happy relationship. It's not a productive relationship. It's not the ideal way that I would, I would like to be in a relationship with somebody, but you know what? They're not in any trouble with the state. They're staying together and they've got a kid now. So all is well, right? Doesn't matter if you lie, just as long as it looks good from the outside in. Like, yeah, they argue at night, but outside they're, they're the perfect couple. It's that like closed. It's like all time. about appearances. 100%. Yeah, it's all about appearances. It's all yeah. about what other people think of you and your relationship or whatever. Yeah, like but you have to not... at least, you have to look the same. You don't have to be the same. Yeah. But I mean, that ending. Like I, I always thought he leaves. He just straight up leaves. Ooh. And doesn't come back. She just, that, she just sat there for such a long time. It just lingers. And I'm just like, maybe he didn't do it and he just left. Because he couldn't, maybe he couldn't bring himself to one lie about it and go through with it and blind himself. I don't think that he would lie about it. So no, no, no. That's what I mean. That's why he left. Right. Because he right. he couldn't he wouldn't be able to lie about it, and he can't he he can't go through with blinding himself. Mm, I see. Because you're are we drawing the parallel to the loss of his brother? He couldn't hold. Uh, he couldn't do it anymore. He couldn't fake it with um with uh, yeah, the emotionless the, woman. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't fake it anymore, so he, 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 he got caught, and he gave in. And this is another scary thing that he has to deal with. Not mm-hmm. the mutilation of somebody else, but the mutilation of himself. himself. I mean, frankly, the way I was looking at it was he would, to- he would totally do it. I mean, he did lie. He, he said things he didn't mean. He told, talked to her about things he didn't feel, um, fabricating a facade to try and see if this emotion would work and this relationship would work and buy him some time and it doesn't work Mm -hmm. and because i think in that i i think that that would prove as the learning experience to make him actually do it to um you know make this stick but the toilets are right next to the exit wait 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 i think i think i think i get it okay so he lies to the the woman with no feelings right because he's like okay i'm running out of time i'm gonna be turning into an animal i can't do this anymore i'm just gonna just lie so and hopefully it works but he doesn't love her there is no connection there the both of them well she can't love him because she has no emotion and he won't love her because he doesn't really love her he just he he lies to himself like, yeah, I've always been into short haired women, you know, maybe it'll work. It'll be fine. <laughs> and so, you know, she tricks him or he tricks him or he tricks her into thinking, oh, yeah, you're you're just like me because she freaking swallows an olive and chokes on it and dies. But in reality, she doesn't. And then they get together and they go to the room and then they do something on the bed and yeah, stuff happens. And then she, she kills his brother after her as a test, like another test. Cause I think she's like, doesn't, she's not fully bought into him, you know, being into her. Yeah. And then he breaks down and he's like, oh, my gosh, my brother just died because I did all these. I lied to her. And so when he actually makes a connection with the other woman and then he's faced he's faced with this extremely tough situation where he has to make a sacrifice. And he can't lie because he can't bring himself to lie about it because he actually loves her. He loves this other woman. So he's just like, 
caught in the between a heart a rock and a hard place so he just leaves because ultimately relationships require sacrifices they require compromise you know because not everybody's identical you know what i mean and i think that's what maybe that's what lord uh lanthimos is saying it's like you can't expect this perfect world where the perfect the person you're with this partner is exactly like you you know what i mean like you can't that's not realistic it's this absurd idea that people have where yeah there's this one singular person out there for me and they're perfect for me and they're just like me right no like the people there's there there are people out there that you will connect with but when push comes to shove there are things that one you know you guys are gonna have to like sacrifice on both sides of the both sides of the coin and i think that's what the film is talking about ultimately it's like you had the relationships in order for them to work require sacrifice no matter how grand yeah and he couldn't handle that so he left he sacrificed the relationship instead of himself yeah himself I, i can't believe it Tristan just had a eureka moment on the podcast. Yeah, finally, twenty-six episodes is all it yes. took. Oh please! Like I, I was... didn't like I didn't understand all the other movies we see. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just like you. I mean, you went whoa! I yeah, get it now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. That was that. Was I mean, fantastic. do you think? Do you think I'm right? Like, is that a? I, I think I think that's a good interpretation. That film? makes so much sense. I think that makes a lot of sense. I mean, does it not? Um, it does. And I, I think if if we want to frame it like that with the other relationship that we see, um, the uh, well, I got two pieces that can help uh, boost your story too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first bit, the man with the limp and the woman with the nosebleeds. He, yes, it's it's based in a lie. That relationship is based in the lie that his nose bleeds. No, no ifs, ands, or buts about that. It doesn't. Yeah. But he's willing to make that sacrifice to keep this relationship up. Yes, they fight. Yes, it's unfortunate. But he is sacrificing his poor nose <laughs> to keep this relationship going. Yeah. And as far as we're concerned, it is continuing through the end of the film, despite David's best attempts to break that up and ruin it yeah. um, at the end, right. uh, that they stay together. The other bit is the hotel manager and her husband. Oh, yes. That's right. The, this the is pretty big. Which, the scene in which they are essentially split up. The hotel manager is tied to the chair, gagged, and her husband is basically asked how much he loves her. And they're a scale of 15, <laughs> which was weird. That was weird to me. The scale and of 15. He, <laughs> Plus, he says it's a he plus he gives her a 14 out of 15, which is like, yeah. all right, bud, just go all the way. Just go all the way up there. Yeah. Like, what's the it's one? Like, what's that one point? Like, what is that's like saying, yeah. OK, you're standing right here in front of your uh, wife of X many years uh, on a scale from one to 10. How much do you love her? I don't know, like a six and a half. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's uh... like you're what, nothing. I mean, even if it's not true, I mean, I guess it's because it's he's honest there. Uh-huh. But like he is asked the question, who would live better while they're alone? Mm. Who would live better alone? He would live alone far more comfortably than she would live alone. And he is then given a gun and asked to shoot her. And minimal hesitation. Honestly, he does it. He's like, all right, he's going to sack. He would sacrifice this relationship for his life. Yeah. So there's that there's that level of, okay, what am I willing to put on the line to stay alive? What am I willing to put on the line to stay with the person I'm with? Yeah. And I I think your love requires sacrifices uh, uh, reading is. 100% great. 
Because I think, I mean, obviously it does. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. Well, it does, yeah. In but reality, I, I wasn't going to pull that. I wasn't pulling that. Um. Oh. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the recognition of sacrifices and, you know, some people just being comfortable walking around alone. Like, I'll be honest with you. This reminded me of a song from uh, Morgantown favorite Portuguese, um, Tamarack. Um, the the that song actually I feel like fits the lobster a little bit really well. Um, I wish I had a dog so I could walk it, um, but I don't always feel like walking. And the weather outside is sometimes bad. And if I had a dog, I have to walk it all the time. Even late <laughs> at night when I don't feel like walking. Mm. Like, I feel like that fits very well because it's, yeah. you know, it's talking about love and, the, and that relationship with another uh, person, object, uh, dog, creature, being. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you'll, you'll need to make a sacrifice for it. And it's that willing, are you willing to commit to that? Mm. Are you willing to go into that state of committing to that other being? And at that point, it's not. I mean, the second verse is, I wish I'd have, I'd have, I'd have a girlfriend so I could have someone to talk to. Um, But I don't always feel like talking. And if I had a girlfriend, I'd have to talk all the time. Even late at night when I don't feel like talking. <laughs> like, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, I think that works to, to, yeah. to picture in the sacrifice uh, that you're that you're talking about. Yeah. And that because like the. No, 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 no. Keep going. Keep going. Like just the base level of care, commitment and withdrawal you need in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, in my case. I mean, I'm, we've been long distance this entire time. Yeah. And, you know, that was a big question for the both of us. Like, can yeah. we sustain our relationship while I'm on the other side of the country? Right. And, you know, it's been uh, quite flourishing for our relationship uh, being this far apart. You know, it forced us to grow in ways that I don't think we would have. Maybe we would have eventually, like it would have taken a way longer, way, a much longer amount of time if we were like together. But, um, you know, being physically apart for so long, all we have is the ability to talk to each other and nothing else. You know what I mean? We can't like hang out or whatever. We can't go and do things together. We can't have those experiences that we do when I'm back home. Right. So it it was, it's, it was, it sucks. It sucks. Long distance sucks, (laughs) but it was well worth it. It was so worth it. I would do it again if I had to. Um, but, you know, that's that's like the kind of thing that David was faced with in the film and he couldn't do it. Yeah. Because he didn't really love her. <laughs> You're really out here dropping like that at the hour mark. You're like, OK, you know what? You know, no. Uh, let's just leave with this, this one little question. Does he ever love her? Mm. I say yes. <laughs> I say no, he yes. does. I disagree. No, he does. But like, does, not that much. But not that much. He's not going to. He's not at he's that. Not going to the he's, not at that he's not at that um, unconditional level yet. Yes. Yeah. He's not. I would do. It's not the I would do anything for this person. It's I would do most things for this person. <laughs> so- to self-mutilate myself. <laughs> oh God. I couldn't watch that. I I, I, know, I, she... I had my hand 
in front of 95% of the screen. Yeah, the only my, thing I could see was his face. Yeah. I was so... Ugh. Yeah, I was watching with Kenzie. She was like... She was like... Oh, on the FaceTime call. Yeah. Yeah, she was like... Ugh. I'm like, don't worry. Nothing's going to happen. <laughs> she, didn't ah. be- she didn't believe me. <laughs> she was still cowering away. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have believed you either. I'll be completely honest with you. <laughs> I would I would have just I mean nope, nope I'm yeah I mean yeah I don't know I had seen it before but, so I kind of remember what happened but either enough. way yeah I mean I, I I think the I think the commentary in this is, is pretty what's well, yeah relevant I mean, there's not many like aspects like when it comes to it's pretty universal, I guess. There's not there's not like technology involved, right, with regards to social media and how that plays a role with dating right. and all that. Like it's more of like yeah. a very general discussion of how relationships work. Yeah. How how you know good ones are made or whatever. Yeah. And it's I mean, not really uh, about the society, it's about the people. Mm-hmm. And how the people react and how the people treat each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Well, I mean, I think also, too, there are some aspects of, like, commentary in current modern society with, and, like, modern dating, modern relationships. Mm-hmm. Eh. I mean... I, like with I the don't children? Like, with the children? Like having children to just fix problems? No, no. Like the lack of children, you know? Because, like, it's becoming more of a popular idea to, you know, to get yeah. married but not have children. But had, but then having children is the financial. It's a financial burden. Well. Yeah, and, that's and true. With, with, it is a big with financial burden. Yeah, and with everything in going on in the economy, it's not always the best decision to have a child yeah yeah that's true but either way i think it's uh, i think it's pretty brilliant commentary it, it poses some interesting questions like what is about. love baby don't hurt me thank you i wanted to slip that in somewhere oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, michael hearn where are you <laughs> oh you get you get that hat away Give me Hathaway. Wait, do you get that reference? The TikTok I probably meme? Don't. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> it's just like TikTok meme or this like like bodybuilder guy, um, Mike O'Hearn. He has like this. He he's got that Prince Charming haircut, <laughs> and he's like a bodybuilder. <laughs> okay, and and it's and you the song that always plays is like, you know, what is love, baby? Don't hurt me. And it's just like videos of him looking majestic or whatever and it's just a caption <laughs> like a caption of you know one like re- like things that like one was like that i remember um when you're nine when you're nine years old and you're watching tv with your parents but you don't move a single muscle so they don't realize that it's past your bedtime <laughs> And, it, and it's like a picture of him. It's a picture of him just like sitting there, like flexing everything, like flexing every single muscle. And it's playing, you know, what is love, baby, don't hurt me. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Pretty funny template. It is really, that is really funny. Uh, yeah. Here, I'll, I'll segue us into the coming next segment. Ready? Hmm. Bum 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 but do 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 bum 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 but do 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 I said I was gonna do it. I'm glad um, I died. I got that's two. That's two. Rock lobster. Coming up next on the cinematic odyssey. Something. Yeah, something. We'll figure it out. I got my I got my Colin Farrell fix. I'm just happy now. <laughs> <laughs> well, his acting was certainly um unorthodox. It was not what I was expecting. I'm like, gosh, he's just playing a depressed guy in everything that I've seen him in. I mean, Banshees everyone, everyone kind of acted the same way. Yeah. Do you think something John, like that? Was good. 
do you think something like that would ever get do you think an actor that is you know directed to act in that way would ever win an award no i don't but think i think this is an this is not something for acting. This is done for writing. This is done for yeah. direction. Oh, that's true. I mean, but I mean, it, come on, it requires talent and skill to act like that. Oh, of course, certainly. But I, I would say that this is more of an ensemble effort. It's not driven by one, one person. Singular, yeah, it's no. it's it's far more story based. It's far more direction based, narrative based. What is the yeah. film trying to say mm-hmm. than character based? Yeah, because they're yeah. Lanthimos, he's he's a funny guy. He's a funny guy. Let me tell you, those Greeks. This is the I've seen three. I've seen this is a. I've only seen three of his movies, Dogtooth and The Favorite being the other two. Dogtooth is also equally as absurd, but <laughs> extremely dark, like disturbing. Okay, yeah. noted. It's it's um, it's about a family who traps their kids inside their home and does not and does not let them go outside of the home. Like they they curate this bubble for their kids to experience life in the way that they want them to experience life lovely yeah sounds like a real feel-good uh experience yeah fun for the whole family yeah that's about right yeah it's a great it's 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 bloody fantastic i mean it's amazing it's crazy though <laughs> and then there's the other movie killing of sacred deer with nicole kidman and colin farrell and barry Keoghan. Woo, woo, yeah but uh yeah i mean dog uh the lobster what a funny movie it is pretty funny it is pretty funny that that film makes me laugh a lot Absurd comedy. There yeah, you go. Absurd comedy is the best comedy. Bam. So there we go. Yeah. There you have it. That's the lobster on the cinematic odyssey. Here on U92 The Moose. This has been the WWVU FM Morgantown 91.7. Thank you for listening. Um, the lobster forever. <laughs>